Hello, listeners. On this show, I talk with everyday African Americans who were able to transform their passions and struggles into their dreams. I'm your host, Moses Tillman Young, and welcome to the Black Gold Podcast. I'm proud to announce the upcoming release of my online course, Level Up Lucid, where I'll teach you the art of lucid dreaming and how you can use it to level up your life so that you can solve real-life problems, break false beliefs, and just play around in the subconscious mind that God gave you. If you're interested, you can sign up now to get access to the Level Up Lucid course outline at the Black Gold Pod website. In this episode, I interview Sean Phillips. He is the owner of the fitness studio, Texas Muscle and Fitness, and lives in San Antonio, Texas. In our conversation, Sean and I discuss how to get started in the fitness industry, the purpose of influencers, and his latest venture to build a solar farm. Okay, we're live. So, buddy, this is uh, Sean P, and he is with Texas Muscle and Fitness. Uh, you are based in Austin, is that correct? San, San Antonio. Based in San Antonio, yeah. and he has uh, born, raised in Texas, moved out to Kansas City, got a degree, came back home, started working for the community. And uh, Sean, it's a pleasure to have you on the Black Gold Podcast. How you doing, man? Uh, so appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah. So, like, how did you get started in doing fitness as a, as an industry? Oh, to be perfect, I, like I've always wanted to own uh, my own gym. Well, initially, I always wanted to work at a gym, so I never really thought of, of ownership of owning my own. But I, I used to work, want, want to work for Parks and Recreation, YMCA, you know, local community-based uh, organizations, man. And the opportunity never presented itself. And e- even though I'd, apply, I'd applied for hundreds of jobs uh, with both of them, and it just never formulated, never came to fruition. So I decided one day I'm going to own my own. Yeah. And, and, and sure enough, man, uh, it happened. <laughs> wow. So you um, started off, you wanted to work at a gym. You started. Yeah, yeah. So who helped you in starting off your gym? Who was your mentor? Oh, man, exactly. So everybody, you got to have a mentor, man, someone that knows the game. So I had been um, studying. I had a friend named Roland. He uh, owns the Muscle Factory here in San Antonio. He's a really, really good friend of mine and a mentor. But uh I talked with him, you know, a whole lot. He's also my prep coach. I'm a professional bodybuilder. So while we're training, you know, in between reps and sets, we kind of talk about um, gym business structure. Um, we didn't really go into details because our, our, our businesses are, are, are our gyms a little different, but you know, for the most part, he, he, he gave me enough information for me to use. And I've, I've, I've listened to so many podcasts about different businesses and researched and read 
you know, on, on different gym structures and, and, and different things of that sort. And so I kind of put them all together. And uh, well, I had my vision before I purchased this gym. I had my own vision of how I wanted to run things. And that's kind of where it came from. Uh, it's kind of where we've seen a lot of success from that, too. Okay. Yeah. So um, you and your friend got together. You both, like, helped each other. It's like a, like a peer mentorship. Yeah, oh, yeah, Steve. yeah. Roland, Roland's been in business probably twenty plus years. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's an older guy, but you know he's 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 seen it. He knows it. So, you know that's what you definitely want to do: get a mentor, learn the game, get a job in the bid in the gym, learn the game before you just jump straight in. There's so many nuances that you can learn, you know, from other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's kind of like a fat, the fast, the fast lane, man. <laughs> yeah. So um, after you met uh, Roland, yeah, uh, shout out to Roland. Uh, how did you um, get your your first gym building, your first uh, location? Okay, so right, crazy. So one, I uh, I was prepping for a, a bodybuilding competition, and I was listening to a podcast, and I had just gotten laid off, right? So I was uh, listening to different podcasts, and I listened to this one podcast on how this guy bought this other build business with no money. So it got me to thinking, like, uh, how the heck can I buy a business with no money in my pocket? Like, I just got laid off. <laughs> I got about, you know, two nickels in my pocket. Uh, how am I supposed to make this work? And so, you know, I put a couple of things in place, and then I reached out to the owner of this particular, the first gym, takes the home gym. So I reached out to him, and sure enough, he was like, it sounds like a good proposition. Let's move forward. I was like, whoa, all right. <laughs> so, uh, and that, that's kind of how we, we took off from, from, from this gym. So we agreed on a certain amount, uh, money for the gym, uh, for the business itself. So this gym, particular gym had, had members already. Um, it was definitely underperforming um, financially. So it, gym was in the red um, day one, but within 30 days we're, you know, back in the green. So it, it was, small changes that, that needed to be made. Um, and then also me bringing my clients, the people that are already training to this gym, um, instead of me uh, sneaking into other gyms, training and trying to blend in. So that's kind of how this gym, how we're able to see some success really fast. Um, but, you know, again, we just, I just listened, was listening to podcasts and it just gave me the idea to uh, how to buy a business with no money. Yeah, what a uh, podcast was that? If you, I think it was. It could have been bigger pockets, man. It was a. It was one of those uh, investing ones, investing ah. uh, podcasts. I think it was bigger pockets, man. And the story was about a guy buying a roll shop. Uh, he was trying to buy. He he owned one roll shop and he was trying to buy another one, and he used the money that he was paying through some distributor, and he, anyhow he was able to buy the other business with no money out of his pocket. Wow. So yeah, man, it's, it's so much. It's so much information out there, man. That it, it doesn't necessarily pertain to your industry or your business, but you can learn something from it, man. So yeah, that's kind of how that went. Yeah, yeah. So after um, you just got laid off, and yeah. you um, listened to this podcast, you got through partnership with your buddy Roland. Um, how did you land your first paying client or your first client? So I'd already had clients before I moved, before I purchased this gym. I, I was already training clients, sneaking in, 
gyms on the side, sneaking in Gold's gym uh, <laughs> on the <laughs> side, you know, trying to trying to blend in. <laughs> you do that. But, yeah, yeah, you and that you're not supposed to do that. They, they, you know, they'll kick you out for that too. But you know, that's what I was doing in order to make you know ends meet. Um, but I have been knowing Roland for years, man. And so Roland, um, you know, he he you know he, told, he just told me whatever what I what just like some things that I, he does business wise. And so I kind of Im- implemented some of those into my my business. So it's kind of how that how that went, man. Yeah, but it's been, definitely been exciting. <laughs> Were you ever caught uh, at, at at Gold's Gym uh, teaching people? No, 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 no. Because I um because I'm they catch me at all because I'm slick. No, <laughs> no. What you say? How do you get by with that in terms of uh, teaching people one on one secretly? Because they because I, I was training at a lot of different Gold's gyms, so I was had my clients scattered out throughout the city. So I would finish one workout with one client and literally drive to another goals gym, work out with that client, drive to another goals gym. So I was like the money, the money I was making was going right in the gas tank. Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah. Hard knocks. But you know, now that, now that I have my own spot, people can, people are coming to me. So I was able to save on, you know, traveling time. And now instead of using 30 minute windows in between clients, now you can have, you can stack your clients up back to back and, and train, train more of them per day. Yeah. yeah. So how, um, how do you uh, train your clients every single, do every single day? How do you train now since um so it it varies some clients um it depends on it's all on the client so they they have packages that they can sign up for so some clients sign up for uh five sessions a week some sign up for four sessions three sessions but it really just depends on on them their goals and how and how um fast they want to reach their goals of course the more you train the faster you reach your goals and 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 definitely your diet has to be intact too as well so yeah Yeah. that's the same Yeah. Uh, no, you can leave it open. Uh-huh. Sorry about that. That's the cool, the cooler. Yeah. 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 So, um, starting out, what are some of the things that you found that you needed to work on? What things you messed up on earlier that you would say you could have done better? Oh uh, man, shoots everything. Um, <laughs> uh, man. Again, like this business was already established, so I knew the changes that needed to happen day one. Um, so, man, it's crazy. So maybe I'd say marketing, uh, marketing it a little better. So, because this gym was initially um, they're marketing it to be a bodybuilding gym, and I didn't and I didn't want that. I wanted a gym for everybody, a, a gym. For, yeah. you know everyone to go to and so this gym had a lot of pictures of bodybuilders on the walls so day one I took them all down <laughs> like I already knew how it was going to go so I and I'm a bodybuilder too so <laughs> I'm like snatching all these guys pictures down you know making the place a little bit nicer decorating the bathrooms um we went to our gym and we're a little bit a little special well, we're a lot special so our gyms uh they come with mouthwash they come with 
deodorant, they come with lotion. So you forget something at home, we got you taken care of. I wanted a gym where we can really take care of people, not just take their money while they, you know, lift weights or anything like that. So, and um, so, but I, I would definitely say marketing, man. That's kind of the hardest thing, like getting the, like getting your 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 Google page, uh, your Yelp page, like all those things, getting them up to date faster. We have a we are I want to say we have like a, we have a ton of reviews on 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 uh, Google and they're all positive. I want to say we have like a five star rating, something like four point nine five star rating, um, which is really good. So that kind of puts you ahead of certain businesses. But there are other things that we we definitely could be could have been doing faster and better when it, in in terms of marketing. Yeah. So. Whenever you um, had this vision to start the gym in a uh, everyone all inclusive type of gym, um, how did you direct yourselves to reach out to those certain people who were uh, who wanted that kind of gym in the neighborhood? Well, crazy. So what I what I typically do and uh, what I've done for a long time since was since I started training clients. When I have clients and they reach their goals. Um, I'll post their before and after pictures on social media. And so a lot of people will see that. And then that's how they, you know, they'll send me text messages or call me or reach out to me on how, how they could be, become a client, what do they need to do. And so people see that people, and that's kind of how I got a lot of clients that, and then also being able to transform my own body, um, which is super easy for me to do, you know, like, um, you know, as a bodybuilder, we kind of know the shortcuts, Well, not necessarily the shortcuts, but the, the, we're more disciplined when it comes to our diet. We know that in order to lose so many pounds in a week, we got to do X amount of cardio. We have to eat X amount of X amount of times a day. So, and I, I'm, I'm really in tune with my body. So I won't say a lot of people notice that. And so a lot of people want to experience that uh, they want those results. And so we're able to give it to them. Um, and I have, we had 12 trainers before COVID hit, and now we're down to six. And so all the trainers here are really, really good, very knowledgeable. Some do classes. Majority of everyone does one-on-ones. And so I only surround myself with people who can, who can, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I only, I only I'm there I'm trying to get the key to the cooler. So I only surround myself with uh, people who, who can, who can who can train really well who can who can help their clients and uh we really don't have any bad trainers here you know so i don't care who you are if you're not a good trainer you can't help people oh, yeah well, you're not gonna be here <laughs> yeah. so are you guys doing um distance learning classes online or is it in the studio but um so, the part safe distance so now nah, we uh, so our, our machines are spaced out enough pretty good we've had to move a couple of things couple a couple of pieces of our cardio equipment we had to move um just to get more space um but for the most part everybody um wipes things down beforehand after they use and also i bought a fog machine a fog disinfectant machine so we run that thing a couple times a day um and to help keep things clean we have lysol we have a lysol (laughs) lysol (laughs) uh, everywhere in here man and try to help keep keep things clean and we encourage people to wear masks. Um, some people do, some people don't. You know, it's not necessarily mandatory, but that's kind of how we have uh, we're working or are dealing with uh, COVID and 
uh, staying busy. Some of our trainers have gone online. Some of them offer that modality. Right now, our studio, we don't. Um, the next gym, it's uh, about three times the size, so we may do some online things, like uh, some online classes. But for the most part, um, our people come to the gym. So. Okay. So how long have you been in the uh, in the gym that you currently have in your first location? September first was I um, was our second year anniversary, and oh. uh, and so what we did to celebrate our second year anniversary, we signed a lease on the new on the new building. So. Oh, that's nice. So that means that you will have a to new location, like two years after opening your first location, it's three times as large as your first location. How did, sure. how did you get, how did you level up in terms of expansion in that uh, like relatively short period of time? Well, so, all right, get, sorry, so here's, here's the game. So the game, <laughs> the game. So the game is, uh, I, I had a 2016 diesel, right? A Dodge Ram diesel. The truck was $70,000. And um, so it died. I, I made a decision, all right? I can have $70,000 worth of equi gym equipment or I can have a, a nice truck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I so I sold a truck. I went without a car for about a year. I had I drove a little beater. It was breaking down, man. I was Ubering to work, you know, catching rides after work. But I was saving my cake. I was saving every dime um, that, I was, that I was getting. Um, so, you know, a lot of people run out and buy new shoes, new, new cell phones, new this, new that. I wasn't because I knew I wanted to have a second, a second location. And so from that, you know, I just saved every dime. And because I did that, man, um, the next gym will be open with zero debt. So I'll own a hundred percent of the equipment. There's no, no lease. There's no, wow. no yeah, so we're talking about this is a, a at least a $100,000, no, almost $100,000 investment, but we'll, we'll have zero debt because of that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so it'll yeah. pay in the end eventually for sure. So, you have both locations right now. Are you transferring stuff from the old location to the new location, or is you plan to have two separate locations? So, we're going to have two separate locations one on the north northwest side of San Antonio, the other on the northeast side, closer to Randolph Air Force Base. So that gym is getting all new equipment. So that's where the, uh, that's where the, the almost $100,000 investment is gone. So when we got that building, we had to paint. Um, we had uh, mirrors, TVs that need to be hung, um, counters, shelves that shelving that needs to be built. Um, I'm trying to think what else, man. We have, we've had so I've had so much stuff done, and we've used a lot of black-owned businesses to do it. So, um, yeah. So, so yeah, we 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 put back, we put back, we give yeah. back. Yeah. It's a huge project. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So you have your first location. It's in the northwest part of San Antonio right now. Yeah. Yeah. Working on the one in the northeast part of San Antonio, correct? And it's completely on it, completely out of pocket investment. No. Yeah, it's 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 100% me, man. It's a uh, 100%. And um, you know, I, I we've I, I've I pride ourselves on giving back to the community, um, whether that's doing um, 
you know, donating Christmas dinners to families, whether that's donating to school supplies to local schools or doing anything in the community. We had a trainer who passed away um, and we paid for his funeral. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so so his name is Patrick, bro. Anyhow, we, we pay for his services. So we do a lot, man, uh, to put back into the community and help a lot of people as much as we can. And in turn, you know, we plant those seeds and hopefully that comes back, you know, come back to us so we can, you know, re do it again, you know, do it bigger. The first year for Christmas, we donated to was it seven families, seven families, right? So we're able to, I think we found seven families. And then this past year, last, this past Christmas, we, we found it was, I want to say 10 or 12 families. So it's growing, which is really good. Only thing is we don't have enough freezer space, man. So, so we can't house turkeys everywhere. But, you know, we do our best to give back. Yeah, it, it sounds as if you do. So yeah. with the um, old location that you have, mm -hmm. since it's smaller, are you thinking about turning that into like a uh, boutique fitness kind of gym, a special gym, so, certain trainings or? No, nah, we're going to leave this gym just as it is, man. This gym's, uh, both gyms are 24-7. They never close. So members have 24-7 access to the gym mm -hmm. and so will our trainers. Um, but we'll, we're going to leave this gym exactly the way it is. Uh, the way it's set up, man, financially, this gym should be paying for that other, for the new location. Wow. Right. So that's the way it's, that's the way we're, it's, it's poised to, to be right now. So. Okay. So what would you say is, uh, as you know, Instagram has a bunch of um, like fitness influencers and the such. Yeah. So say is the number one thing that they are are failing at in the industry well influencers man uh i feel like um it's it's temporary you know like uh doesn't really last i think it's a good thing like every every business needs needs you know that the clickbait per se for people to go out and reach out to and um and say okay cool wow but uh, to be 100% honest, when you see that, no one's necessarily looking at the product. They're just looking at the influencer, you know, so. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know if there's any, I'm, I'm sure there's some research out there to show who, um, which influencer is moving the most amount of product or, or services. So there has to be some, you know, way for people to track their ROI. Um, but for the most part, I think influencers are good, but when it comes to longevity, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if that works well for the, some of those guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that the focus is too much on the the model rather than on the product, and that it it doesn't really work out that well for them because of that. Yeah. Oh, you're on mute. You got on mute. You're on mute. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What were you saying? I could hear you. Let's see. Let's see. I think I can hear you now. Okay. So the um, what would you say then is one of the most like progressive? One of the things that they're doing correctly in terms of uh, fitness. 
either influencers or gym owners? Uh, man, if you're a gym owner, definitely hats off to them to because it's a lot of work. Um, you know, you think, hey, I want to own a gym, but it's a, it's a lot of work, man. Cleaning toilets, <laughs> I've done it and I take pride at it. <laughs> so I think, I feel like, you know, if you're a business owner, it's 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 a good thing you know it's 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 tough some not everyone can do it not everyone's made to own their own business some people function better as a cog in the wheel you know or versus owning the wheel or running the wheel so it's i mean it's 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 really what you make of it man if you're an influencer having a have an exit strategy you know so like me as a bodybuilder i know like my, my game my whole idea um, I knew I was going to do really well, but after bodybuilding, what did I want to do? What do you want to do? So after being in a fitness influencer, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go with this? So do you want to have your own line, your own brand, your own gym, your own apparel, um, your own um, fitness equipment, fitness device? Like where, where, where are you going with this? What's your next move? What's your exit strategy? And so for me, owning my own gym was, was definitely part of my exit strategy um from bodybuilding although i'm not done just yet i might do a show soon um but yeah you're having an extra strategy man like what's the next move for you and, and and planning for that um me i knew that if i wanted to own a gym people have to trust my ability to, to help them so you got to post a lot of people's progress pictures right People see your progress, they see your work. So they see your body of work, they know that you, you're able to do these do these things with their body. So that, you know, people tend to trust you. So my, and, that, and that in turn feeds your brand, um, whether that's to own a gym, whether that's to own anything or do anything, just plan for it. Make sure that what you're doing right now, today is going to plan and go into your, you know, your end all be all, your, your next move, your plan, so. That's kind of my advice to any of them, you know, so. Set up and do your thing now, but prepare for something else later on. And make sure yeah, that man. doing informs that so then you can keep your followers and everything that you have to move it directly to that, okay. Yeah, yeah, and if you're able to, man, turn your followers into customers, into paying customers is where it's at, you know. So I don't have nothing. I have a few thousand followers on Facebook and Instagram, but it's it's not you know hundreds of millions. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But uh, I got a couple. But turning, if you can turn some of those people into paying customers, you'll do really well. Okay. So did you go to school for fitness? Uh, what 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 is your uh, your training? No, I didn't go to school for fitness at all, man. Crazy. I just been around the gym. So in high school and college, I played basketball for, you know, a number of years. So I've always been around the college. I mean, been around, been in and out of the gym. Yeah. And so once I got more serious, I started training with some other guys and studying, um, you know, body, the body, how the body works, uh, nutrition, things like that. And, you know, and things have gone well for me since then though but definitely even if you don't know anything right um it's so much information out there for people to find and to help themselves you know learn learn you have to really get in the driver's seat of your life and um in order to be something in order to go somewhere in order to make some money like 
in order to be happy, man, you got to get in the driver's seat. You cannot, uh, you know, a friend of mine and I we were just talking about this today. You can't be a dandelion. You know, a dandelion just blows in the wind. No purpose, no mission, no um, direction. It just goes where the wind blows. And a lot of us um, are there. So, but once you get out of that mode, man, and really hone in to what you want to do, how you're going to do it, like our lives become uh, more fulfilling, man. We become happy. Uh, we're able to do some of the things we want to do, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, what was your plan? On owning a gym. That was it, man. I was on a gym after my last layoff, man. I had to have a serious talk to talk to myself because every. Even though I have my master's, man, like my coaches would always tell me, hey, go to school. A, a black man with a degree can write his own ticket, you know. And what I've learned um, is that, you know, a black man with a degree or a white man with a degree, that just puts you in a position to ask for a job, mm -hmm. right? So if you got a skill, you can be the job. You know, you can make your own money. You don't necessarily have to apply, you know, or worry about office politics or, hey, when am I getting laid off again? Like, you don't necessarily have to do that when you can put your own plan together and do your own thing, you know. But you, but again, you just, you have to get in the driver's seat of life. Yeah. So in doing fitness since, uh, since high school and um, what did you get your master's in? Was it in fitness? No, no, my master's is in business. I have an MBA, master's in business admin. So I learned business, but it definitely doesn't prepare you to, for, for running your own business. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, so what does the, the business uh, school teach you? Ah, oh, man, nothing, man. Like They, they teach you like a, a, an overview of various aspects of schooling, you know, um, or, or a business. Um, thing with business now business changed so fast um uh with 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 even marketing you know you used to have to go on tv right and in fact i just met with the news a couple of weeks ago so we're gonna shoot a commercial right so they uh, was with cable tv so they want to put you on cable tv but who's watching cable tv <laughs> yeah the viewership you know viewership is down and it's continued to dive because people can watch whatever they want on demand, you mm -hmm. know, in, in, in anywhere they want to be. So I, was, I decided, now nah, we're not going to pay, you know, for a commercial that no one's really going to watch. Yeah. You know, most people, unless it's on the news, like I, most people watch the news. Mm -hmm. um, and so if it's not on the news or during the news, I don't want a commercial. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... Yeah, but it, but business school, man, you can learn you can learn about marketing. Um, majority of that stuff is is theory. You have to really know application. You know, you really have to know how to apply uh, a lot of the theories that you learn in college and in school um, in order to in order to utilize some of those things. But even then, some of those things may not even apply to your business. You know, we're all businesses could be all businesses are similar some some are similar and, and 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 a lot of them are different you know whether it's the software you use that does everything for you you know whether it's you know 10 admin admins that you have working around you that, that does everything for you so it's i mean it's, it's 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 different man it's different now now than than i feel like than when i was in school you know a, a business owner 
can be on a, on a call. Someone can record that call and, re and play it back and your business could be gone, you know, because you said something during that call. Uh, just like the guy from um, uh, Papa John's Pizza, you know, he was on that call and, and someone recorded his, him going on a rant, you know, and saying, you know, some awful things about, you know, people of color, of course. And sure enough, he lost his job. You know, their stock plummeted. Um, so it's super easy to lose your job, lose your money nowadays versus when I, how I feel like when we were in school because, like, the gap was different. You know, now you say something, one thing goes viral, and you're done. <laughs> That's it. And you're, and you're done. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's curtains. So, yeah, so I, I feel like that's the thing, man. School is good. It's okay. But actual getting in it, someone actually teaching you, sitting down with you, showing you the whys and the hows, is, it could, would, would go a, a definitely a lot further uh, than, than, than traditional route. Yeah. Okay. So how did you learn about doing fitness, making fitness a business uh, in 21st century, who, um, any courses that you took, any books that you read to inform you, any podcasts? Any... So now nah, most of the things I listen to are business and uh, business and they're, they're across the spectrum. So I just happen to love fitness. So this is where I, I feel the best, where I feel good at. Um, but I, I listen to different things. It may not even apply to the fitness industry, but it could be utilized in the fitness industry. Um, or the or the principle can be utilized, or it can give me an idea on something else. You know, I have another plan. I want to, another venture. I want to get into after the, you know after fitness, or while I'm in fitness, while this next gym grows. But you know, there's a few things I want to get into, and you just have to be willing to learn and know that hey, I can do this. I can make this work. I can thread this needle. You know what I mean? Like I have the saying. You know, I've been saying it for years. No is not always the final answer. Um, you may find a no after by opening one door, you know, you may realize, hey, or, or someone may just say, no, you can't do it. No, I'm not going to give you the money. You yeah. know, then you got to figure out another way to get it done. So no is not always the final answer, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So... What's your next move? Ah, man. <laughs> so the next move, of course, we, we're just getting on, getting this uh, second gym off the ground. Uh, right now, we're waiting on equipment. Um, next move is probably, is going to be an inv investing in land. Investing How's in land. Getting a ranch and setting a fitness industry out there or just growing stuff like food nah man nah, nah, nah. I was thinking nah, I'm looking at um solar something solar so the building a solar plant is what you're, you're thinking of like a, yeah something like that something along those lines why solar because the engine does because the, the, the sun isn't going anywhere <laughs> yeah, the sun isn't going anywhere yet. And this power and every it's 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 um, essential. So when we when everyone got shut down, um, the government allowed essential workers to keep working. So mm -hmm. things that are essential are things that you definitely want to have a hand in in the future. Because if this happens again, due to poor leadership of our country, or just because we yeah. need to make sure we need to make sure that we have we're able to still provide for ourselves, you know. So. 
you have to have something that's essential. And you know, like gyms, we're not essential. You know, they can shut us down at any at any given at any given point. Um, but definitely, you want to make sure you have something, another way to make money. You know, by diversifying your portfolio of businesses. Uh, in January, I started pressure washing. So I also have a pressure washing company, and uh, you know, Chick Fil A here in San Antonio is one of our one of our um, our um, accounts. So I'm we move around, man. We get some stuff done, uh-huh. but you you gotta be <laughs> gotta be ready to move. Uh, you gotta be nimble, <laughs> ready to move, man. Yeah. So how did you get into uh, pressure washing? How did you start doing that? Easy, man. Like I, I had so much dirt. Yeah. <laughs> like I walk into a I walk into a building. And you see dirt on the ground. You see the concrete looks gross, you know, especially once it rains, man, you see it. And I'm like, let me get into that. That's easy, you know? So, right, so soon as COVID, I had started, I had formulated the um, pressure washing business in January, this past January. So I did that right before COVID hit. And as soon as COVID hit, the gyms got shut down in March, March 18th. And so I had already started pressure washing so the money that I was making from pressure washing went back into the gym to make sure that our bills were still taken care of because we still had rent. We still had light bills. Even though the lights were off, our bills went down. We still had bills to pay. Um, so I used my pressure washing money to pay the bills. And then once the gym started opening back up, which was May the 18th, May the 17th, something like that, I was able to start pocketing my, you know, saving more of my pressure washing funds. So I, I got to... Check from Chick Fil A right here. <laughs> so, find them as your as a client. Are they your only client that you have currently? No, no, no. We do a lot of residential and commercial. So the building that we're in, um, the building that the, that I'm opening for the next gym, uh, those are clients. And then Chick Fil A just happened to be a client, a member here was one of the manager, assistant manager, at a Chick Fil A. And so um, talk with her. She she knew I did pressure washing, so she called her manager. They were looking for a new company. And so they called me right off the back and I went and met with the managers like, hey, we can do this for this price. Um, and we do it every Sunday now. So. Oh, cool. What's the name of your pressure washing company? Uh, Eco Green Surface Cleaning. Eco Green Surface Cleaning. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, and you started that, you said, beginning. January. Of- okay. Wow. Yep. You landed Chick-fil-A as a class. It's just in that, it's in, only in uh, one location in San Antonio. It's not the entire... No, 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 it's not the entire location. We couldn't probably do all of them on a Sunday because hey, we we do it every Sunday. I'd have to buy more equipment if yeah. that were the case. Yeah, they'd have to up the ante. So it's just that one location that you do the cleaning for. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. And so them, and then we have a lot of residential around here too. Okay. So like yeah. places in um like Twin Oaks and stuff like that. You. Would you do uh, pressure washing for them? Yeah, we would. Well, we do it for anybody. <laughs> it don't matter where they are. <laughs> Buildings, houses, uh, you name it, we're gonna do it. Cool. So the I want to get back on the on the solar farm thing. So are you to anyone right now about getting panels, getting land, leasing land, even? Not yet, not yet. I'm re, uh, I'm um, re, re, re doing research right now. So uh, okay. when, I'm doing, when, when I'm doing cardio, that's what I do. <laughs> there's, some, there's a couple of states that that have done it. You know what I mean. So it creates jobs just for a short period of time. You know, for the building aspect of it, 
And then after that, you have the maintenance. So which it doesn't, it, it won't require a lot of jobs. It's a thing. So that, so you got to have come up with that, a budget for that. And then also who you're collecting all this power, who are you going to give it to? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to have a way to do that too. So, yeah. So I'm just right now, I'm just doing some research and learning, learning, learning. But, you know, like usual, it's, it, it becomes an exercise in my mind. If, once I see the path forward, I'll, uh, you know, do whatever it takes to get it. Yeah, so are you um, like listening to podcasts, YouTube videos, books, audiobooks? What are you learning? Normally, uh, podcasts and YouTube videos uh, on how things work, how thing, how to get things done. I know when you when you're talking power, right? You're talking millions of dollars, and there's a lot of um poli- at that point, there's a lot of politics to come into play. Yeah, um, and how do you avoid them? How do you navigate? So no one's really going to give you 100 percent of the game. You got to learn it. And so as much as I can learn about it, then that's kind of what I do. And that's just for now. So that's, you know, those are big, big figures when you're talking about a solar farm or or that's expensive. So uh, you got to be ready to with your own. So whenever I do something, I use my own money. So I don't necessarily, I don't go through banks. I I don't have to wait for banks. I don't have to wait for anything. I just pull the trigger. Once I learn enough and I have everything in place and I know what my bottom line is, I pull the trigger and I, I, I go from there. I invest in myself. So. Yeah. 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 Well, that's like, it's like a solar farm. You want to start that. You yeah. have a pressure washing company as well. Um, so what would you say to someone who is either in in school in college or just coming out of college um jobs are scarce they want to start their own fitness company or or a brand or gym uh what what are the first steps you'd say that they should do to get started first thing man first thing first things first things first do some free training get clients under your belt get some clients with results under your belt um don't be afraid to fire clients either um, but that's the main thing. Get clients under your belt so you can prove to people that you know your craft. You know, prove to people that you know what you're talking about. You know, um, there's and be okay with um, different, be comfortable with different diet styles um, and things of that sort. So. Okay. Do you uh, prescribe a certain diet to your, to your clients? No, it, I, I normally find out what they're allergic to first. Um, find out what they're allergic to, find out what they hate, um, make sure that they're not under a doctor's care, um, make sure they have waivers, you, make sure you as a business owner have waivers um, so they can sign those and you know make sure that everything's okay. And then I normally pick from the, of course, four food, the major food groups um, and uh, go from there. Uh, I'm not necessarily anti-carb, I am anti-sugars. So if you're trying to lose weight, trying to lose some fat, uh, you definitely got to cut those sugars. Uh, some, some people can eat sugars and still lose weight. Some people, most people can't, right? Everybody's not blessed that way. So sometimes you got to cut those things and increase your cardio like that. And then, you know, other than that, man, we, we, we go from there. But everyone's different, man. Everyone's different. Everyone can handle different micronutrients differently. You know, some clients are hard gainers. 
Um, some ga- some people gain weight easy, you know, like me, I gain weight pretty easy. Um, I eat one thing off my plan and I gain weight. So yeah. I know yeah, you got to be extra strict. And so some people can't do that. Some people can. So it really is, it's a person to person thing. I don't necessarily pres- prescribe to one diet style over the other. I was listening to one podcast and the guy was a fitness podcast, of course. And the guy was saying the best diet is the one your clients can stick to. So <laughs> if you can get pro- if you can get some good progress with intermittent fasting for some people, some folks, then that's what you do. If you can get uh, like most most competitors, we eat five, six times a day, seven times a day, and we still get results with that. So if you're able to do that with certain clients, do it. Like some people have very busy lives and uh, they can't, they don't have the time to necessarily eat six meals a day. Then you got to be able to help them get their mac, the macros in, um, and create a diet or a meal plan that aligns with their schedule sometimes. And so that's the main thing, man. Knowing, uh, understanding food, you know, and how and how it um, and how it works within each person's body. So do you, um, as a personal trainer, do you also offer uh, meal plans for your clients? Right. So, yeah, we, we, we have meal suggestion or suggested plans, suggested foods for people to eat. Um, and, of course, sugar isn't on. <laughs> sugar isn't on. <laughs> sugar isn't on one. But, yeah, we, we, we come up with our own plans. You know, we have, like I said, right now we have six trainers, and everyone does uh, – things a little different you know some people count macros um some people make make a plan and count proteins fats and and uh carbs you know calories so but it it, it just depends yeah so do you do any um do you offer meal prep as a part of your your package your service so yeah so one of our trainers actually has a meal prep company so we we, I refer, if someone's interested in getting meal prep, I was doing that for a little while, but it's too much work. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, I have, a, like I said, we have one of the trainers here, Jen. She does it, and so I send everyone to Jen. If they want their meals prep for them, they can go to Jen, and Jen will take care of them. So what's the name of the company? That so her, her, uh, hers is uh, Certified Foods. Certified Foods. Yeah. That's San Antonio, of course, right? Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Nice. So is it that you work with other fitness um, entrepreneurs in your in your own gym, or is it that you have your own team that has different assignments? One does the the meal prep, the other one does the. No, nah, no, nah. we um we're like man, we're like we're of course we're family here, but um, different people may have other things going on. Like um, I have a another lady who another good friend of mine who does uh, posing for bodybuilders. So I'll send people to the, send people to her because that's what she does. You know, I do posing too, but if it's for a woman, she's better at that than I am. So I'll send people to her all day because um, yeah. that's what she's good at. You know, so it really just depends on what what what's needed, and that determines who who you go to. Even so, when people call the gym looking for personal training, I don't take every client that comes unless they come here looking specifically for me, and I can't. Uh, feed them to any, feed them to the trainers. That's the only way I take a person. So if they come looking for me specifically, then I'll take them on as a client. But for the most part, I try to take care of the trainers here that we have. So what would you say is um, an exercise that one can do 
um, at your at your gym or at home that is really effective? Oh man, it's all I, anything. It, walk, the best thing is cardio, man. Cardio is king. So if you can walk um, a fat a fast place or at an incline, like I, that is primary primary prime right there. Um, now depending on your fitness level, that the the exercises could vary. You know, you could do squats and you can do body squats with no weight. You know, you can do jumping jacks. Uh, there's so many um, movements that you can do at home that you don't necessarily need a gym. But if you want to lift some weights and get stronger, which all of us do, all of us need that, um, you definitely need a gym. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, Texas Muscle and Fitness at San Antonio. Yes, uh, sir. Northwest location open, northeast location coming soon. Yeah. And um, dude, so um, you've been at this for two years, opened up your second location recently. You yep. started a pressure wash company in January and you are just, it seems busy, busy, busy all the time. Um, how do you find time to like relax, to play, to work on your own little projects that you have? Right. So, <laughs> Man, so I have a I'm I'm building a '69 Chevelle, so that's my that's my kid right there, my my toy. Um, but there are more there are mornings, right? You gotta you gotta rest too. So some mornings that I don't have clients, I may sleep in. You know, I may you know stay at home and do nothing and just relax for a minute. You know, to get gain my bearings and then all right, let me find out what the plan is for the day, uh, make my notes and then get to it. But sometimes you have to unplug you know a good friend of mine lives in kansas city he owns a company called hawk time right and so we were talking on the phone and he was saying you know you know they they are super proud of me right because they they buy cars all the time they buy high-end stuff and um i didn't buy anything and uh, we we're talking about being the richest man in uh in a straight jacket right so you don't want to be the richest man in a straight jacket because you're working so hard you're not taking any breaks you go, you know, you run yourself crazy. So for me, I definitely, I'm finding the time to unplug. You know, at eight o'clock, I'm leaving the gym exactly at eight o'clock. Um, unless I have to do something for a client that drags over. But for the most part, at eight o'clock, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> so, yeah. so do you to, uh, set limits for yourself in terms of what time you wake up, go to bed, leave the, the gym in order to keep uh, like, like, like a sane lifestyle so many things that you're doing? Uh, some, in some cases, yeah. Some cases, no. Because I'm opening, building, opening this other gym and doing a lot of stuff over there, sometimes my schedules on the weekend is they're, they're booked. My timing is because there are things that have to get done. You know, we signed at least September 8th. Uh, we negotiated a free a few months of free rent, and then of course uh, we need to be open ASAP. So you, it's a lot of work you got to do, or you got to have people in place to do it. Um, so, and sometimes some things I'll set limits, and some things I won't. You know, um, I don't really have I don't have kids or anything like that, so I could pretty much do what I want to do. But timing wise, like I said, at eight o'clock, I'm yeah. usually leaving leaving the building. At about eight, because I've been here some mornings. I'm here at seven a.m. Um, and I'm and I leave here at eight p.m. at night. So, um, you know, so you, you gotta start set some limits, some places, man. So you don't go crazy. Yeah. So would you yeah. say 
that um do you think that covid it um prolonged your opening of the second location or would you say yeah. that yeah. it it did because we're closed for 60 days and that's 60 days of i'm going to say that's at least forty five thousand dollars that the gym did not make right yeah. because because we're, we're closed so i think that was the number uh this is like yeah i think that was the number so we didn't we didn't make any we didn't make a dime we still had to pay money out so um it definitely prolonged us but it also helped help help in a sense it helped us get a better deal on the rent for the new building okay if that, if that makes any sense yeah so, so would you say that the length of time will also set you up further ahead in terms of now that there's nothing pretty much to do for those 60 days, you can plan out every single thing that you need to do for the next 60? Yeah, so we're open now, but um, we're, well, gym, the first gym is open, of course. And so that this gym is poised to feed that one. So it still buys us time to get the other gym up and running, but uh, we need to be up and running like yesterday. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, that's the way it kind of that's the way it goes when you're in business. If you ain't making money, you you losing money. So we need people. We need people to support, uh, support the gym, support fitness, um, and 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 support a healthier lifestyle. You know. So. So do you find that the uh, residents of San Antonio that they're into the fitness scene and that they're on track with getting their health together? It varies, man. Uh, San Antonio's a lot of good food here, man. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it varies. Like uh, some, some people, you know, some people like fitness, and some people, you know, are, are we're in different places when it comes to our fitness, right? Uh, we know that San Antonio is, was one of the fattest cities in in the in the country. Um, those are the facts. Um, there are also we know that high blood pressure, um, diabetes run, they, and uh, a host of other health issues run in various communities. And so the way it is, is we're either going to pay for better food, better health, or we're going to pay a doctor for a doctor bill, for a bigger bill. You know what I mean? So we, it's, it's, it's a choice. It's, it's up to us now. And so we focus on that. We focus on the whole person. Um, I wouldn't say San Antonio is one of the fittest, most fit cities in the country, um, but we're making strides. We're not on, I think, I think we're, we were on top five on, heaviest cities and now we're, we're we're out of the top five you know so we're doing better and the city itself is doing better um they offer bikes downtown people can get on bikes check out bikes and ride them around same thing with scooters we got hiking trails new hiking trails that are opening up everywhere so those things are are, are definitely i'm sure helping the city out uh when it comes to those things but um we're just another part of the puzzle now you know we're a gym and we're, we're a resource for folks uh, they want to take their take control of their health, you know, their health outcomes, and uh, and 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 build and build muscle, right? And and build community and build a community. So, yeah. so um, couple of questions. What is the f the the dumbest thing you'd say that you did when you started out? Dumbest thing? Ah, man, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know if it's anything necessarily was was dumb. I don't know if it's anything was dumb, but um, hold on, you out? Okay, 
I don't uh, think anything was dumb per se. Um, yeah, I don't think anything was dumb, man. Again, man, like cleaning them toilets, man, I don't like it, but uh, <laughs> but you know, you gotta do it, you know, your business on it. You gotta clean it, you gotta clean it, you gotta clean it. So, you know, making yeah. sure everything is, is, is sanitary here is, 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 you know, priority one. So, yeah, I don't think we, we haven't ever done anything that was like, dang, that was a boneheaded decision. <laughs> I, ain't done, I ain't done anything yet, man, but give, give me some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's dumb. laughs> yeah. So, some of the um, more smarter decisions then that you think that you've made? Uh, buying the gym. I think it's by far the smartest decision I've made. Um, when I took over the gym's gym was uh, not making money, right? It was in the red. So, I went through and I cut uh, the cable. I cut. Uh, uh, what else I cut? We had a cleaning service. I cut that. I cut a few other things, man. Cut it back all the way back to the to the red meat. And so I did a lot of those things. So now, instead of having a company come in and clean, I did the cleaning. Um, I didn't. Uh, we and we have TVs. We have a few. Ch- I think we have like four channels here. The way the gym is, and so each TV that we have is on different channels. Um, we have. Um, TV, we, we got in TVs, TVs installed in the bathrooms. They're, they're smart Roku TV, Roku TVs. So we're able to look at other things too online. So I'd say that those things are kind of the good moves um, that we've made. Uh, right else? I got rid of a few different pieces of equipment during COVID to get new stuff in. So when people came back, it was like, all right, we made some changes around here. Yeah. So uh, those were also good moves, man. Um, what else? We're switching, um, um, not POS system, but CRM systems. So our our membership housing system, we're switching those things out because we're opening up the second gym, and we need both systems. We need a system that can talk, communicate with both systems or both locations and the doors. Because the gym is 24 hours, you got to have key fobs to get in after hours. And so we needed a system that can handle both of those for us. So that's a smart move we're making. But that move is $2,400 by itself. That's just the software. Um, we still have to have the, the uh, hardware installed into the building. So, um, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, um we are almost up on the hour. And yeah. um, so uh, one last question, and that is uh, if you had the opportunity to send a, uh, a text worldwide, uh, what would your message be? What would it be? Join Texas Muscle and Fitness. <laughs> That's what it would be, man. That's what it would be. It would be that. Join Texas Muscle and Fitness. Support the mission of uh, growing muscle and the community. Through health and wellness so join us that's that that will be our mission that's that will be the the, the text that i sent out that you'd send out yeah oh man well like you said before you had to give up your truck in order to uh start your business and so like the same way you said before you need to give up your um you need to invest in your health rather than 
uh, going to the doctor after you you get sick and so uh, yeah that that's another like a, a huge message people need to hear invest in yourself invest in your health and yeah. by joining texas muscle and fitness yeah, that's right <laughs> very much man it's a pleasure for uh, me to have you on here yeah man i definitely appreciate the opportunity man you keep doing your thing man and helping people and getting getting the word out there man yeah you too man take care all right you too bye i'm proud to announce the upcoming release of my online course level up lucid where i'll teach you the art of lucid dreaming and how you can use it to level up your life so that you can solve real life problems break false beliefs and just play around in the subconscious mind that god gave you if you're interested you can sign up now to get access to the level up lucid course outline at the black gold pod website Thank you for listening to this episode of the Black Gold Podcast. Please subscribe and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at the Black Gold Pod in order to be updated about new episodes each week. In order to listen to incredible and inspiring stories, please go to the Black Gold Podcast website and make a donation. So the stories of these incredible and amazing people will be waiting for you each and every week so that you may be inspired and become an inspiration to someone else. You can find all of that and more on the new Black Gold Podcast website, blackgoldpod.wordpress.com. That is B L A C K G O L D P as in Paul O D dot WordPress as in the blogging website dot com. Again, that is blackgoldpod dot WordPress dot com.